What's going on, everybody? Eric Winquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Chopper channel, coming to you with another edition of Liddy's Leans, Likes, and Locks from the Dallas airport. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell. goes a long way for me on this video. goes a long way for you. That way you become a prize whenever great content is going live here. They're a little neck of the YouTube woods with trains. We've got effects. We've got, we, we've got trains. I tell you what, the production value today is off the charts. We're probably going to keep it away from the people in the background there. But you know what? We're not going to keep away from winners here. Uh, we've got eight games here on the slate for Thursday. Going to be a fun one here. Six games currently going. Hopefully you got in on some live assist props. If you're not following me at Eric Lindquist, you're kind of doing it wrong. Scotty Barnes ends up starting at point guard. End up on some live assist props here. He had five at half. We're looking for seven, seven and a half. That would be nice. And then, of course, three locks that ended up on the card that I fired up all on the Twitters.com. Shout out to Iowa. Your real ones. Uh, enjoyed driving across the border all week long. I think my parents did too. They got away from me for a little bit. I got away from them. But anyway, hopefully you had a great Christmas, guys. I'm heading back to the homestead. But in the process, sign up for BetMGM, sign up for OS. And hey, again, there's no days off. No days off. That's why I'm here. I'm putting in that work for you, Devin. Don't give up. Another one. Real ones know that commercial, but it's okay. Producer Jacob, hey, hi. This is a wild, wild situation. You know what? I don't give a shit. Let's fire this shit up. It's time to party, friends. Let's get to the picks. Uh, okay. Detroit taking on Boston here in this spot, and I will say, there's a part of me that wants to lock this really, really badly, but I think this is really the perfect situation when you talk about the difference between mean and median. Mean and median. What is the mean outcome here in this spot and what is the median outcome in this spot because detroit is 17 point dogs <laughs> they've lost 25 games in a row they can't win a damn thing it's hilarious 27 is it 27 in a row i know that tomorrow they go for the record they're gonna probably lose because again minus 2100 if you ever see this there's a kid crying right behind me and i i bet that's a detroit pistons fan if i had to guess i mean this is just so brutal I mean, Boston could probably play play their bench in this game. I mean, they're not going to play their bench, but it is what it is, friends. This is such a gross spot, and yet there's one man to rule them all, one man to find them. He has been Bojan Bogdanovic our entire I mean, two years now with Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. I feel like he's been the guy. He's been the guy. Again, a train. Great production value above my head, but Bojan Bogdanovic, when you talk about a mean outcome here in this spot, you're looking at averages where, well, yeah, he's going to be somebody that is shooting seven and a half threes per game. That's going to lead to more buckets for him. And Kay Cunningham, obviously, he went completely nuclear in that second half there. But he's out there creating seven assists per game and now playing alongside Bojan here for a lot of these minutes. Since Bojan's gone back, he's played 39, 39, 39, 35 in his last four. You give me 20 minutes, or it's not 20 minutes, he's averaging 20 points per game, but you give me 40 minutes of Bojan at a competitive spot in most places, I'm going to jam over 17 and a half to the moon, like to the absolute moon. But is this one of those spots? Boston 17 point favorites. That's where I want to call this my favorite play on the day, but I can't lock it. So I'm calling it a likeish lock because what else do I do? See, see the graphic down there? Bojan Bogdanovich over 17 and a half. Producer Jacob knows things. I know things. I mean, this is just a disturbing, disgusting, no good, very bad spot, but 17 and a half for a guy who's routinely been around 22 and a half and then dropped to 19 and a half because of Cade Cunningham's usage. 
And now he's playing alongside a starter in Jalen Duran and Isaiah Stewart, who started the last game. That's not a lot of usage out there. So even in three quarters, three and a half quarters, you're looking at a pretty good spot for Bojan to go over 17 and a half points. Game number two, uh, Indy, Chicago, and obviously, friends, obviously, Indy. We talked about them all season long. They are absolute monsters. They're pretty much the opposite of Memphis and Denver, which, by the way, Memphis, 17 and 12 towards the under. Denver, 20 and 11 towards the under. Thought those were pretty good stats to throw out for the people. Again, I'm putting in that work here. Even if I'm just doing this from the jankiest environment you will ever see me, record Lindy's Leans Like Lots. I've done this from parking lots before, and I feel like this is somehow worse. But you know what? doesn't matter. The information remains the same. Indy, Chicago, you know that these are two teams that have just... I mean, I would say Chicago started to outkick their coverage. Yes, they're only 14 and 18, but they've found an asset here in Derek... Uh, well, I almost said Derek White. In Kobe White here, there's no doubt... Derek White's playing unbelievable ball for the Celtics, the number one player in EPM there for the Celtics here over the beginning of this season, which is insane to think about. But you've got Derek, did it again, Kobe White here, who's definitely going to be an asset in some capacity. But you know by now, Indy, they go ballistic towards these overs, 20 and 9 now. But now for their last five, they've gone under here. And yet I don't think this is one of those spots. And here's what's up. Nikola Vucevic, we talked about this ad nauseum here with Clint Capella in the last series, and I know a lot of you are mad at me. I ended up going two and three, ended up on the over of uh, points plus rebounds plus assists for Bojan Bogdanovic for a unit, ended up on the over of that two and a half, then three and a half for Utah. They murdered by double digits. That was nice. But everybody wants to come at me for Clint Capella. People leaving the Discord over Clint Capella, it's like, I said Andrew Drummond's the best rebounding big in the NBA, 99th percentile in terms of rate in every single category. I think that actually helps the pace of this one because he's not good defensively. He's just a guy who's out there getting meaningless, mindless stats. He just really sucks up boards like a vacuum cleaner. You might as well call him Hoover. Nobody's going to call him Hoover. It's actually a dumb joke. I apologize to the Drummond family. But over 240 and a half feels like a little bit low here for a pacer spot. Yes, the Bulls not playing up in space uh, in pace. They're dead last in pace at 96.4 possessions per 48 minutes. But you take Gooch off the floor, you're going to have guys like Terry Taylor playing the backup five. This is going to pace this one up a little bit in 240 and a half. Tyrese is playing basketball, so you, you know I like this. My Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the Dallas Mavericks and just tread lightly with this spot altogether. Luka and Tim Hardaway both questionable entering Wednesday's game. Both suited up, so here in DFW, they are very, very happy. That's the airport abbreviation. Nobody cares. Minnesota, Carl Anthony Towns, he's going to be questionable for this one, so you're going to have to wait for that one. Minnesota, I expect to open as pretty big favorites, and yet, you know what? It's my show. I can do what I want. Minnesota Moneyline, they're going to be pretty big favorites, I would expect, even if Carl Anthony Towns sits here in this spot, but I do think this is the spot where the spread show. If it opens inside of 10, which I do expect it will, I think you fire it blindly. Just is Luca going to play tonight, then go on the road, play in Minnesota, played 44 minutes on Christmas. It's a little bit dicey, a little bit dicey. I think this is one where Minnesota, the best team in the West so far, what up? What up? This is probably a punt game for them. So waiting for numbers. Not much to be done, much to, much ado about nothing really, but Minnesota Moneyline, look for this spread. This could be something I fire up in the premium Discord very, very quickly when I see the numbers. Speaking of the premium Discord, 
Let's talk Odd Shopper. $14.95 for the weekly, $49.95 for the monthly. Right now, friends, over at Odd Shopper. You sign up at the link below. You use promo code LINDY when you do and get yourself 20% off that $14.95 weekly, $49.95 monthly. I repeat, promo code LINDY. Look at that. 20% off. Good stuff. Expert picks, Discord, premium tools, everything. The premium EB tools, the uh, fantasy optimizer for underdog, for prize picks, for all the great things all in one easy to find place and then the discord where i'm firing up my stuff and you know doing 50 dollars giveaways today hopefully we can win some bets here hopefully orlando can get us across the finish line here in some way shape or form as well ended up blocking that and now they're down even though paulo vancaro is playing awesome blocking shots doing whatever here as i'm watching but uh gonna be sweating that one out for sure but check out everything we have to do 20 percent off that's gonna be 12 dollars to check it out for a week that's gonna be less than 40 $4. Yeah, $42 to check it out here for a month. Look at me doing math on the fly using promo code Wendy. Back to the fix. The Utah Jazz, the New Orleans Pelicans here. And you know when Fontecchio is the only guy here on the questionable injury report other than Larry Nance, which by the way could change things to some extent for Jonas Valanciunas, although Larry Nance had started to fade away from this rotation earlier. But in years past, Larry Nance has cut into Jonas Valanciunas's rates and minutes. So that's something I'm at least on high alert for. But when you look at this game on the outside, New Orleans minus 8.5, 237.5. This is perfectly efficient. This is just something to stay away from. We continue on. And by the way, why do I have like a moonbeam in my head? What is that? What is that? Lens flare? What are we doing? Shooting a Star Trek? Let's move here. Here we go. It's better. Those for me. You don't care. Nobody cares. New Orleans minus eight and a half. I have no play from this game. I have no idea how you're supposed to break this down. Special shout out to Colin Sexton. Special shout out to Larry Markman. Starting to play more minutes. <laughs> Apparently Utah thinks he's worth two first. He's probably worth two first to a contender, but you better be pretty certain that you're winning the West or winning the East in those capacities if you're giving up that for just a, a shooting four. Who's okay defense? Not really good defense. I do really like this play in this spot. Memphis going up against the Denver Nuggets. Talked about the under where, yeah, earlier in the program, one of those things where I was breaking it down, 226.5 was just a total that caught a little bit of my attention because, again, that's lower than most. Lower than most. And that's just because John Morant sitting here questionable for this one. He hasn't missed a game here yet. They're 4-0 since he suited up here for the Memphis Grizzlies. That's fun to watch. That's enjoyable if you're, you know, uh, a fan of the team if you're out here uh, rooting interest for him but gotta say gotta say friends jamal murray the point guard on the other side is the guy that i'm actually looking at shorting here in this spot he opens up a 34 and a half pra jamal murray starting to play that normal role 34 33 33 minutes here but he was playing 36 38 40 there in the playoffs last season averaging 29.4 for the season here and memphis gets marcus smart back here which from a defensive perspective, is such an upgrade for them compared to some of these other pieces that they've had out there. You know, Derek Rose before he got hurt, Luke Kennard before he got hurt, John Conchar, uh, Gilliard, who's been playing minutes. I mean, these are terrible, terrible defenders. And Marcus Smart, despite his faults, is somebody who always thought in Boston that he was a number one offensively. He can guard a dude or two. So I want to put it out there with him, Bain, and potentially Morant out on the floor. This is a spot where I think Jamal Murray under 34 and a half playing alongside Jokic, playing alongside a lot of other guys here in Denver who their bench still not in love with it, but Christian Brown can at least go out and do some stuff. Julian Strother 
from time to time can go out and do some stuff, even though those minutes are starting to fade away into the abyss as well. And Peyton Watson, somebody who's playing around 20-ish minutes a night, who I think is going to have higher usage than the likes of like a true backup center. That they, It's not that they're lacking, but they just don't want to have DeAndre Jordan out there for any type of minutes. Peyton Watson's going to be that five, that small ball five in these capacities, especially against a Memphis team where it's Jaron Jackson Jr. kind of playing backup five, quote unquote, if they're not going to have Xavier Tillman in the rotation and they're going to keep starting Bismack Biombo. So just want to throw it out there. I think this is a great spot. Under 34 and a half, P plus R plus A. Jamal Murray, hey, what do you say? Cubs are going to win. I miss baseball. Next game. Two fun ones for me because, again, this is my show. I can do what I want. And so, well, I can kind of come up with plays when there are none to come up with. Miami plus two, Golden State here. Ooh, this is a perfectly efficient line. This is a perfectly efficient total. 224 and a half. I have it at 226. So, like, again, a point and a half. We're not going to go out of our way to back, you know, point and a half here at minus 110. That's called negative EV, and we're in the business of positive EV. So started doing some dumpster diving, trying to figure out some numbers on some of these guys, where I wanted to go, where I wanted to lean. And you know what really stood out to me? Jaime Jaquez has probably been the third best rookie in the entire National Basketball Association this season. Kind of pretty impressive what he's done here. He's been inserted into the starting rotation, playing 28.6 minutes per game, and over his last five, averaging 35 minutes per game, 52.5% from the field. And his three-point shooting, even in these last five where he's gone ballistic, 27.3%. And he's a 38% three-point shooter on the season. So there's some room to grow for a guy who's playing high, mid to high 30s minutes every single night. Coming off a 31-10-1, probably his best game here so far this rookie season. But I do expect this number to open kind of low. And I'm kind of looking in the single par game parlay market now. You don't want to get crazy with the big. You don't want to go overextend yourself here, which is why I'm calling both of these leans because I kind of want to break them down in depth a little bit more. And hey, when I get home tomorrow, Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. Well, it's going to head over to X at Eric Lindquist for Lindy's Locks updates. If you had watched the baseball season, you know I'm going to give you everything that I think about these locks coming into tomorrow. And because there are a couple extra leans and things that obviously I'm not able to do when I don't have my iPad, my desktop, and everything sitting around me, want to be able to break things down a little bit more in depth before I start putting stuff into stone. So instead of putting it into stone, let's write it in in pencil, shall we? Hamehawk has 50 plus points. 15, it sounded like I said 50 in my head because these earphones suck, but 15 plus points, five plus rebounds. We're going to lean as a single game parlay piece here. Leaning towards Miami as a, as a plus 110 dog here, but probably not going to end up firing that here together. Just looking at Hawk as yeah, these minutes are so damn secure. want to throw in one thing here. One thing. Just Tommy Hawkins' minutes are secure if, if Jimmy Butler doesn't play. Again, that's why this is a lead. want to throw that in there. Jimmy Butler plays. This is off the table because obviously Jaime Hawkins more than likely comes and sits his ass on the bench. But in this spot, there's a rookie. Victor Wembanyama. You've probably heard of him. He's the 7'4 French guy who is like good at everything. San Antonio plus five and a half here going up against Portland. And news already dropped Thursday. He's going to play basketball Friday because San Antonio is on a back-to-back. -back. He's going to be sitting. So what does that mean? Well, one, I think it really shores up his minutes where even if this game gets wonky, they're 15 points down, seven minutes in, I bet he still checks in. And it shores up a little bit of what I'm going to be projecting him for here. 
relative to other games where there's massive blowout potential. What's the point of having him with a day off in between getting extended minutes when they're down 15, down 20, seven minutes left in those exact same scenarios against good teams? But Portland, not a good team. Shaden Sharp, already been announced as out here, ended up on Anthony Simons. Uh, just thought it was kind of a, a crafty little veteran move there on Tuesday, talking on live before lock there. If you're not following us on Stochastic, you need to be doing that from a fantasy perspective. But thought Simons was a really, really good play. Then 24 and a half ends up being his points prop. Thought pretty easy money there. 29 points, he ends up cashing it. But again, all people wanted to focus on was Capella. Two for three in terms of one unit bets there. Who gives a fuck? You brought up Clint Capella before Nikola Vucevic got ruled out. He didn't even end up on the final card in the premium Discord. It is what it is. You know what? I won't be bitter. Won't be bitter. Andre Drummond played really, really good. It is what it is. But San Antonio going up against Portland here in this spot. Victor Wimbanyama, he's the guy I'm star circle highlight. Since he starts at the five now, instead of Zach Collins playing alongside of him, that rebound rate has been absolutely out of control. And I do think 10 plus point or 10 plus rebounds is going to be juiced to infinity and beyond. But we're going to pay close attention here because he's 99th percentile in terms of defensive rebound rate in the NBA when he starts here at the five. A little bit different playing alongside of Zach Collins. And this is one of those spots where I think Aiton, if he suits up and they have Kamara, there's a chance. Hasn't happened for a while, but there's at least a chance that on the road, mixing things up, they've started Sohan, they've moved Kelvin Johnson to the bench. They've done so many weird thing, things here in San Antonio that it wouldn't shock me if they ended up starting Wembenyama and Collins next to, next to each other again, just because Collins has been playing better of late in certain spots, especially when Wembenyama's been out. So what do we do here? I think we sit and wait, wish, hope that I'm not right about this. And then we can look at Wembenyama, 25 plus points, 10 plus rebounds, because I do think his minutes are short up knowing that Friday he's going to be resting on the back-to-back maybe reduces the minutes of some of his counterparts. BetMGM, friends, this is a great thing to be checking out. Claim up to $1,500 in bonus bets down at the link below and get two months, two months, $100 value of the Oddshopper tools and Discord access in the process. All you got to do, deposit $10 or more over at BetMGM. Get yourself, get yourself to another sportsbook. That's what you need to be doing. Get DraftKings, get FanDuel, get BetMGM, get Caesars, get all of these places. Because again, they give you the best opportunity to shop for the best lines get the best lines every single day and win more money. That's the name of the game. So like, do it? Cool. Great. Grant. Back we go to the picks. Oh, it's if you're 21 and over, if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now back to the picks. Last game of the night. Smash that like button because again, I'm just out here grinding for the people. The Charlotte Hornets taking on the Los Angeles Lakers and I am pissed. I'm not happy with the Clippers, because again, had a half unit on them. That's just $55 I'm never going to see again here. Got closing line value, 11. Shows up at 13 and a half. And here, you're getting 12 and a half because there's a number of these spots that are just, I mean, what are we going to do here? We once again have a ton of questionable pieces here. Brandon Miller, questionable entering Thursday. Gordon Hayward, he probably will not be playing here on Thursday, but it's not official here yet. And then Mark Williams, doubtful to play yet again. Why do they keep putting him on the injury report? Doubtful, doubtful, doubtful. Just have him out. You're not playing him. Once he shows up as questionable, after you have him ruled out for X many days, it's been like two weeks of him on the report as doubtful, which is really weird to me because you don't see that a lot. But anywho, that's a conversation for people who go to NBA.com, look at the injury reports. They drop all the time, and obviously you're paying attention to the main ones in the afternoon. That's what you need to be doing. You want to be early to the party on those things. But these are two teams 
not exactly ideal to be backing so far this season. And the Lakers, you know them to be a public team like the Green Bay Packers over there in the old football streets. And then the, the Yankees, you know, in the baseball streets, they're publicly backed teams. You're in a big market. You have public gambling there in New York and people are jamming the Yankees there on the run line and whatever else, even though they're a terrible baseball team. And the books just go, <laughs> we'll take the money. <laughs> we'll take the money. Or whatever they do. I doubt they do like happy dances like that. It's more like, sure, we're grinding the spreadsheet. Yep, we're going to win more money than before. But anyway, plus 12 and a half here. I got to tell you, I have a feeling that the Lakers are going to take more money here in this spot again. This could get inflated. And I'm going to call it a lean for now. But if this follows to suit what we saw with the Clippers, where they got bet from 11 to 13 and a half, I was in at 11 again. I was also in at four and a half, plus four and a half Minnesota. They closed at one and a half and lost by like 20 something. So again, take it with a grain of salt. You don't always win these things with closing line value. But I think you wait closer to tip off and bet Charlotte if they move to 13 and a half, 14 here. Because again, I don't value them the same way that I value the Clippers. The Clippers are a better basketball team, nine in a row. The Lakers, they're, they're good, but they're still not as good as the Clippers have been playing here of late. I think this is a little bit of overvaluation here for the Lakers, but I think we get a better line if we just sit, wait, chill. That's what I'm going to do. You should do it too. Let's get the heck up out of here. And that does it for another edition of Lindy's Lings, Likes, and Locks. You know what to do? Go to that comment section below. Let me know your favorite plays here on the board. Uh, let me know also if you appreciated these circumstances. Again, desperate times call for desperate measures. We got this in here, got the information to the people, and hey, we can win ourselves some money. Hopefully you all travel home safely here and you don't have delays and stuff that makes you sit around here until umpteen o'clock. But it is what it is, friends. I was able to, to fire it up here for you. And I'll be back in the uh, home studio tomorrow. So looking forward to that. Thank you to producer Jacob for, you know, dealing with me. Bouncing my computer around. It's like the Blair Witch Project over here. But it's fine. It's fine. Not like he watches me. He doesn't care. Let's get ourselves out of here, friends. Until next time, I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NBA streets on Thursday.